the admissions staff, the frontline operations position of your institution. These individuals, day in and day out, are meeting with high school seniors that are navigating their way from high school into a college or university. Perhaps maybe they're even the first in their family. Maybe they are a student athlete that is looking to be competitive both in the classroom and on the playing field. They're assisting your non-traditional students, the students that are have either stopped out at one point and there's barriers that have prevented them from navigating their way back into a college or university. And your admissions team are meeting with them, helping, assisting them to pave that, that path, to help them paint that picture of what it looks like after degree completion. You have graduate students that are meeting with those same staff members, your admissions, your graduate admissions, or um, perhaps you have some type of hybrid position, but they're meeting with that individual and you know they're discussing something with them that was once an idea and now they're, they're back and doing something maybe they thought they would never do, which is to continue their education either at the master's level or the doctorate level. But day in and day out, these staff members are kind of putting it on just on the line because they wear a lot of hats as many positions do in higher education. But today we're focusing on those individuals that play a huge role in the academic recruitment at your uh, university or college. These individuals, they're there not to make it rain. They're not there making it rain. They're not cashing these huge commission checks. They're, they're there because they want to be an integral part of the story of somebody's life changing. They want to be an integral part of that story. They want to be there at the beginning or perhaps at the beginning of another chapter. They want to be a part of that. That's where the commission check is for your admission staff. I say that because, well, I've obviously been an admission staff member myself um, at both mid-level and, and higher-level management of admissions. And one thing that I've always noticed that sometimes is missing is the professional development of that staff member. And I can see why that happens. We're tasked with so much in higher education leadership that is very, everything that we do is much, everything centers, and, and, and I understand why that's, this needs to be this way, but it centers around the, the, the number. Where are we at? And those are important things to know. But let's think, do we already have some best practices laid out already at the university. We know what we need, right? I mean, we're talking about math. We're talking about math and we're talking about process. Um, we're talking about setting goals. So yes, we got to lay the groundwork for that. And the main goal of that obviously is going to be out of our office is going to be what? To increase the, the, the enrollment number. But there's other ways. There's other ways to invest. And it's not just going to be a lead source. And to grow enrollment, and that is to grow the inv- individuals, the professionals that are on the front line partaking a huge role in that growth of numbers. There's a lot of investment in technology and innovation. That's never going to stop, and it's continue to grow. But we cannot lose oversight of the much-needed development of our staff as professionals. See, Again, they're there because they want to be part of that beginning. They want to be part of that person changing their life. As leaders, they're impacting the prospective students into the university. And it's our job as leaders to assist changing the lens, the life, the future of our staff. 
by developing them, but not as developing them as the best admissions professionals, but the best professionals. See, we hired them um, because it seemed like a good fit, right? We had some questions that we asked them, and then you, they, they start working for you, and you learn more and more about them if you ask questions. We have meetings with them already, right? We have team meetings biweekly, quarterly, uh, you know, all you know, centered around different topics. Uh, but they're probably, you know, I'm sure that you're having those meetings already, right? So you're talking to your staff. You feel like you're talking to your staff. You feel like you're getting to know your staff. But one-on-one, get to know them. Get to know them. I know whether it's a public university or small private, for-profit, non-for-profit, most likely the admission staff on your team, you know most of them. You know most of them. And uh, usually it seems like with the numbers that we're looking at, we're working with a skeleton crew. Um, that's just the way that it is. That's the state that we're in at many different uh, institutions in higher education. Budget's not maybe what it used to be. So we have to get creative in how we're going to grow enrollment. But if we grow the professional, can't the enrollment also have a residual impact? Think about that. We're going to grow the professional. So, and I'm not talking about simply just dumping a whole bunch of dollars into professional development making an you know, extra budget line item for an increased amount of professional development. And I know that for many of you all looking at budgets, that's not even feasible or even a topic that you even plan to bring up in the near future. So what can we do? This is about time management. This is about creating access. This is about getting to know them outside of just admissions one-on-one and best practices in admissions. This is about getting to know them on the professional level and talking to them about them with them about what the, what do they desire outside of admissions at one at some point you know going back to almost like you're interviewing them again and you're interviewing now that you know they play a crucial role on your team you would like to see them grow within that position but if without that conversations that medium will never exist uh, you can assist to be the catalyst for that idea, but also help them, assist them in kind of honing in on some of those things that they're going to need to go ahead and start doing and how they can get involved outside of maybe even your university um, with a local nonprofit or different volunteer opportunities, uh, boards, associate boards, other things that they can, then can do. You know, as a leader, when you start having those conversations, what you're doing is you're saying, hey, I support this. You know, this is a good segue point that you as a leader, hopefully you're doing those same sort of things. If you will lead yourself, you'll be surprised if you're transparent and share what you're getting involved in, how many in your staff will also want to be part or something like that and look upon those avenues for their own development as well. So there's many different ways that we can be innovative with just carving out time for our teams, carving out one-on-one times with our teams and I know that that seems like okay that's another thing I have to do don't look at it that way if you're thinking of it that way you need to look and say do I need to be doing this anymore do I need to be leading people um, at in this role so if you're thinking of it that way stop and pause for a second reflect if you're thinking about it another way which I hope that you are realize that if you can assist that person and seeing what's beyond for them, the numbers, the growth, the enrollment, it's not going to just take care of itself. But I guarantee you, 
that that's one thing you're not going to have to worry as much about because you know at the helm that you have the best professionals. They are not only trying to assist and develop students, but they're developing themselves. They're developing themselves. Because they are, they will be running their own teams within your university or outside of your university, creating also a culture that exists within that office. See, culture can't exist with simply just one leader. It has to be a buy-in with the other leaders in your office. We are all about, and we should be about, 21st century enrollment management. No, scratch that, even though I love talking about it. We should be about 21st century leadership. We're not trying to develop followers. We're trying to develop leaders. You develop leaders within your office, watch what happens. Want to keep this again under ten minutes, and I'm, I, I am. I just want this is a push, and you know I, I say this to many I know. You know what? You can't you can't turn everybody into a beast. You can't. But if you turn, if you can turn the office into a jungle, you'd be surprised what what comes out. You have to you have to create that atmosphere and that culture. And you know what happens when you do that? Others want to be a part of it. It's a culture within a culture, or perhaps the culture within your office, because of what's happening, starts bleeding into other areas of the university. And that's where some of that buy-in comes. All along the while, yeah, we're seeing growth happen. We're seeing people come up with new ideas and more innovative, more innovative ideas backed by strategy and process. Because you're paving that way for those thoughts uh, to occur. You're creating a safe environment for people to want to develop themselves as professionals. Thus, playing a huge role in the development of them as, yes, their current role as an admissions counselor at a university. And then the future assistant director or director of admissions at another university. Or perhaps they don't want to be in higher ed anymore. But you know what? You are part of their story just as they've been a part of others' stories. Thanks for tuning in today to Reboot Higher Ed. Um, if you got something out of this episode, I please ask you to subscribe um, wherever, wherever you listen to your podcast from, whatever platform you, you listen to. Please give me a rating and subscribe so you're made aware when a new episode uh, does come out. And uh, I do appreciate uh, the support. If you have any future, you have any other ideas for other shows and content, I'm always looking for some of those too. So my uh, email contact will be in the show notes. And um, that's all I got today. Um, you know, I know that we're all tasked with so much out there. But if we can keep pushing each other and keep leading people by leading ourselves and getting to know them as professionals and what their desired outcome is in that role... You're going to keep the great ones, and you're going to help good turn into great, and it's going to pay dividends. And there's the return on investment is going to that's it's one that you can't, you can't even track, but you'll be able to see it. I, I do promise that. I know where I've been able to reach in my life has been partly because many of the different mentors and leadership leaders I've had in my life, and for that, all for be forever grateful. Thanks for tuning in to Reboot Higher Ed and have a great rest of your day. Like this episode of Reboot Higher Ed? Well, make sure to subscribe whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Thanks for tuning in and have a great rest of your day.